And we're live. Hello, Matt. How's it going? How you doing? Not too bad. I haven't heard from you in about like three weeks as far as recording podcasts go, so you must have played a lot of video games, huh? <laughs> yes, yes. I I played maybe about one second of, uh, let's see, some Sega Genesis um, <laughs> Zero Wing. That was fun. Yeah. Let's say 10 minutes. Let's say 10 more minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. It sounds like it sounds like you don't have uh, anything you can do then as, as far as talking about video games other than digging into the nostalgic part of your brain where you can reminisce of all the, all the times of your youth. Well, see, that's what I like to do. So it's, in a way, it's intentional. <laughs> Very intentional. See, the thing is, even if I had been playing games, it probably would have been some <laughs> obscure, uh, you know, 90s CD game or something wild. Snatcher. Snatcher, man. It's next on the list. Someday when the <laughs> list moves forward. The list, man. Right. Meanwhile, the the rest of the world is excited because last week, Metroid Dread came out. Yes, Metroid Dread. But see, that's a series from back in the day, so we can kind of connect the dots here and that's true. You know, that's tell true. a story. Yeah, yeah. Rest of the world. Yeah, you know, it's weird. I'm. I don't know. I am not like needlessly. I mean, it seems to be everyone's opinion of me, but I'm not just like uber focused on uh, everything from the past or anything. But I don't like. <laughs> I don't really follow like the newest, newest game news. Sometimes I'll just like get sick of it and just kind of dodge it for like a month or two. It's it's a weird thing. It's like that with movies. Yeah. It's like that with anything. And uh, part of it is like nowadays we all face information overload and just overload in all senses, right? Yeah. So just to disconnect and kind of just focus on what you already have can be a fun thing, whether it's games or some other thing. So um, I knew Metroid Red was coming out, but I didn't necessarily get excited about it. <laughs> I ended up buying it. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I I was kind of sold on the idea because um, I every now and then look at Twitter, and there's a game developer Alexander Bruce who made Antichamber. Who he was like radio silent on social media for a couple of years, but he he came back and he's been talking about his own stuff. And I saw him giddily praising how much he loves Metroid Dread, and so I was like, oh man, okay, well, <laughs> I guess I need to buy it. And I'll tell you, man. I'm not impressed. How far I've, are you? I'm nine minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on the chopping block already? That must have been a bad yeah. nine minutes. Wow. That was a bad nine minutes. So out of that nine minutes, I got to play it for a minute and a half. Wow. It sounds it, like Final Fantasy on PlayStation. No, it sounds like Metroid Fusion on uh, on uh, Switch. Um, I actually, I actually I was taking a look because I was so surprised. Uh, Metroid Fusion, you do not gain control of Samus until 7 minutes and 45 seconds into the game. And uh, Metroid Dread, it's the same. It's not until 7 minutes and 30 seconds into the game you actually gain control of the character. Maybe they got some good feedback from Fusion and they just had to work it back in. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I don't know. Like hey. it's, it's the exact same... It's the exact same thing. They start off with an opening and then they have your computer is talking to you and telling you like, you shouldn't do this mission. This mission's, uh, it's, it's not worth the bounty that's on it. You better take care of yourself, lady. Uh, and it, it literally calls you lady. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm not, I, I, I didn't enjoy Metroid fusion. I didn't enjoy the computer, uh, interrupting your gameplay all the time to talk to you and in the uh in the minute and a half that i did get control over my character it interrupted me once to talk to me uh not impressed <laughs> give me one second i'm so sorry one second yep what? What happened? 
one eternity later. Speaking of interruptions. Uh, yeah. So, 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 uh, you should play Snatcher. <laughs> Snatcher. So, okay, okay. First of all, you know my opinion on such things. I hate games yeah. that don't let you play. I hate it when it's all talking and clicking through talking. I get yeah. the need for a tutorial sometimes. I mean, something like a Metroidvania. I haven't played Dread. Maybe it's like so off the wall you need all this tutorial or maybe it's not. It's more story it's or not, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's it's story. It's not even it's story. Tutorial. Oh, that, that yeah, I'd be I'd be pieced out hardcore. I, I'd also probably be whining after nine minutes. But yeah, um, um, you know, I get the need for that when it's when it's part of. I, I don't know. Like I, even if it's a tutorial, it should be integrated well in my opinion. But like just giving me mm -hmm. ten minutes of story, my god. So anyway, Snatcher. Okay, so I'm playing it on the PC Engine, mm -hmm. and now the PC Engine. I forget if I talked about this on this podcast before, but it doesn't use memory cards. But it's a CD system. And so to save, mm -hmm. I don't actually know the exact mechanism, but I guess there's like a, a giant capacitor in it that mm -hmm. like powers something that just keeps the, the data in memory. So if you put your uh, PC engine away for like two years, everything's going to be gone. But if, as long as you're using it regularly when it's being run, that, that capacitor charges up. Now, I don't mm -hmm. know how, like, I, do I just keep it plugged in forever and it's fine? Or like, I, I don't really know the mechanism, but the first time I played Snatcher and I tried to save, it said, you can't save. It's, I forget what it, the message was, some error or whatever. And I was like, okay. And so I looked it up and it was saying, you know, do this too. Like on the internet, people were saying, do this, do that. Um, and then, so I kept playing through the first part of Snatcher to make sure I was able to save because I didn't want to keep going without that. Now, Snatcher, before it lets you do anything and make any choices and save and be playing the game is like 40 minutes. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> utterly, oh, like not even knowing if I'm going to be saving and if I'm going to restart everything is just madness. So yeah, uh, I was, I was going to say, I, I didn't know where this comparison was going because I, I, I haven't played Snatcher, but I always had the impression that it was a very story heavy thing yeah yeah oh it's it's like a choose your own adventure book on on uh, you know a 90s <laughs> cd system basically um it's nice. interesting it's hardly i don't know I, I i doubt i'm gonna come out of it telling you it's my favorite game ever but i figured i'd give it a spin since it's kind of part of the whole indirectly part of the uh, metal gear legacy and stuff anyway anyway snatchers snatcher um yeah i hate it when they do that i also even if it was like a tutorial like i, I feel like metroidvania kind of stuff is yeah. like just give it to me and i'll play like most people kind of have that down i guess yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's interesting because, I mean, part of what sold me on picking this up is I recently picked up the uh, the 3DS uh, reimagining of Metroid 2. And I played that and I feel like that is the best of all of the Metroid games. Um, and and so in by comparison, uh, in Samus Returns, uh, sorry, in Metroid Dread, you first played gain control of your character at the seven and a half minute mark in metroid uh samus returns by the 730 mark you've already navigated some of the map learned the basics of combat found your first missile upgrade found your first movement upgrade figured out how to open locked doors saved the game gotten your second suit upgrade and maybe even found your second missile upgrade <laughs> you're kind of describing i mean again i know i'm i get this uh everyone thinks i'm like a ludite or something but part of the, yeah. the charm of like just throwing in a super nintendo game or you know the the older yeah. era of games is there was way less of this back then it was like go if anything it was kind of the other way you'd be on your own through this really complicated game because it would start you off yeah. assuming you you read the manual or something but yeah, yeah. go back like for replayability it's just like oh pop in the game and go the end done awesome and nowadays it's all these cinematics and well, well that's what and whatnot. That's what I find amusing about this because like this is a, a reimagining of Metroid 2 and it's like if you look at Metroid 2 on the Game Boy you turn it on and you press start and you're playing yeah, know, yeah. 10 seconds <laughs> whereas with Samus Returns the they they took a, a note from Super Metroid's book and there is still a story opening to it 
so they they kick off with like the Super Metroid music, like do 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 do, and they they like give you this backstory on like the the Metroids were uh, stolen by or they were being used by space pirates, and you had to take them out, and now you've gone to their planet to exterminate them, and but even with that opening that's included in that seven and a half minutes that I was telling you that you still get to explore the map and do all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. so it felt, it felt great to me. It felt very nostalgic because it, it had like that super Metroid type uh, opening. Um, and it, I don't know. I, I, I would definitely, definitely recommend that game to most people because I, like I said, I feel like uh, the, the, what they did on the 3DS is, in my opinion, the best Metroid game I've played. Better than Super um, Metroid. Yeah, yeah. It it like Metroid Two on the Game Boy was a great game, but that's one of my favorites, honestly. It was it, it was a great game. I would say that Super Metroid was my favorite, and probably Metroid Two was my second favorite. Mm-hmm. But I I would put this reimagining of it up at the top because they it, it, you played Zero Mission, right? Yes. Yep. So Zero Mission was kind of the same way where it was a reimagining of the first Metroid game. I always um, mix up Zero Mission and Fusion, but you keep reminding me that Fusion is the one that, that keeps talking to you. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, how yeah, I yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so it it they kind of did the same thing where it wasn't like a true like a port of the game. They mm-hmm. they actually introduced a lot of other mechanics into it. I see. Um and and a couple new bosses and and stuff and I feel like they just they did a stellar job with it. Um and so it was the same team that made that as has made Metroid Dread. So I was like, okay, well, this game, top notch. Um, Alexander Bruce is singing his praise. I got to buy it. And hopefully hopefully, uh, the next nine minutes that I play <laughs> changes my mind. Well, if there's people singing the praise, I, I don't think people would be getting that out of some story intro. So maybe the rest of it's better. I don't know. A lot of people really loved Metroid Fusion. Um and and that to me is is um the the weakest of the 2d metroid games i've played you know it's a weird thing because i always kind of like it when they try something new or i I don't always like it i hated like majora's mask Mm -hmm. oh i hated it but like i don't know like another game i guess that everyone loves to hate that i i thought was fine actually was uh metal gear solid 2 I don't know. Everyone's I, like, I hated that one. Yeah, everyone did. Everyone did. And like, <laughs> oh, the story was so ridiculous and this and that. To me, it was like, I don't know. It kind of was interesting for that reason. Like the game was fine to play, I thought. And then the story was kind of like all over the place, but whatever. You know, I, I didn't need just another like exactly carbon copy of Metal Gear Solid. And yeah. So it was fine. Um, I guess that's how I feel about Metroid Fusion. Like if every single Metroid game ever made was exactly like that, I would mm-hmm. feel a lot less enthusiastic about the series in general. But just to have mm-hmm. one game that's kind of one off like that. I didn't hate it as you as you seem to, or like very much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Look at it with disdain. <laughs> what is it? My least favorite of the two D Metroids? Maybe. I don't really feel like. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I really love two. Ah, sorry, hiccups. I really love two, and I did love Super Metroid. Um, I think I like two probably the most. I tend to really like these. Like, it's almost like like instead of a grand sprawling game where you can go and do everything, mm-hmm. it's almost like this fairly well self contained little experience. I always love those kind of games. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of why like. I like, 
Breath of the Wild isn't my favorite Zelda. Like, it's cool. Mm -hmm. I love that they're doing something new. It's neat, but it's not like I tend to gravitate more to like the, like even like Link to the Past is a little more self-contained. So anyway, um, bouncing all over the place instead of focusing on Metroid. I just feel like uh, Zero Mission was fine, but I wouldn't want them to keep going and making that kind of game, mm -hmm. which it sounds like they have with Dread, which I haven't played. So, uh, Fusion, you mean? Uh, what did I say? You said Zero Mission. Like I said, I mix those up all the time. Dread. <laughs> Fusion, Fusion. I think I played yeah. them in a row in like yeah. two weeks. And yeah. so in my brain, it's like, that's all just the, those games, whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. The, the it's, it's a, it's, it's weird how, I guess Metroid is one of those franchises, for, but for, for whatever reason, I latched onto it as a kid and it felt really special to me. And then when they, they try to mess with the formula. Yeah, um, I get that. It, it hurts. Well, so this is, I, you know, I can relate to that very strongly because I feel mm -hmm. like, like when I say try something new, it's, it's kind of like when you play Metal Gear Solid 1 and Metal Gear Solid 2, they're kind of, yeah. it's not like the next one is a side scroller or something. Like it's kind of the same vein of game, yeah. right? But like when things do wildly change, to me, it's just a new game. Like if you're just pulling along some kind yeah. of like flavory story stuff. Okay. But so like when I think of like what I loved about Metroid, of course I want them to keep making those games, like those mm -hmm. games because they're fun. So when you come up with Metroid uh, Prime, I guess. Um, yeah, Metroid it's, Prime. It's a, it's a different game. Like I know yeah. Samus is in it and whatever the music's there, but like it's not Metroid. Any, it, it's fine. It's cool. Do it. I'm not. I'm not like philosophically against it, but I. Yeah. I don't feel anything. I don't feel like you're continuing to make the game. So I totally, totally get that. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know that I ever. I guess I had a lot of. Uh, I don't know sentimental connection growing up to Metroid Two, and then Super Metroid felt like. I wouldn't say the sequel to that, but like the the Super Nintendo's you know much nicer looking colorful version and it was mm -hmm. awesome and then, i don't know i never that was it for me i just never really was like incredibly excited about metroid metroid prime was fine the game boy advance ones or the the uh portable ones were okay um mm -hmm. i don't know just a feel um, <laughs> am i missing I can, I, things in my brain what happened after metroid prime 3 up until now what else came out uh there was something called uh metroid other m ah yeah 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 actually was that game oh and there was metroid pinball Sweet. I loved Sonic's Pinball. <laughs> <laughs> um, Metroid, think... other M, what was that? Was that GameCube? Wii. Wii. Ah, it's fading into memory. I remember that being kind of a... I feel like I might have played that and Yeah, I don't know. Vague memories of... of I, didn't, I didn't play it. That was made by Team Ninja, I think. It was like a third-person 3D game. Wasn't it? Is that the one that was all controversial? Like, yeah. she... Yeah. She had a... What was it? She was supposed to be a strong female protagonist but there's like a male computer telling her what to do or some well well controversy like that so really so remember. that's that's adam right so in metroid fusion they introduced the ai from your ship who won't stop talking to you and now uh and, <laughs> get to the and, point of controversy well well i mean that was um it's revealed that that ai is significant to you because it's like the uploaded uh persona of your commanding officer from at some point in your past and so other m is where you're meeting ah. that human and interacting with him and he's telling you all your orders and, i see um from what i can tell nobody has ever liked that character um nobody in the history of the entire world <laughs> <laughs> it lasted two games so dread is yeah. dread a computer Dread's or is it adam again it's the same it's adam again oh sweet uh and he, he, it's like, I don't know. It's like the in in Super Metroid, they show you the little cinematic where the, your ship is like going mm -hmm. and landing on the planet, 
And in this one, they do the same thing, but the, the, uh, the AI is trying to talk you out of it the whole time. And then they do like a countdown on when you're approaching the atmosphere and stuff. It's just, now I kind of wish I played it. You know, I like having things to complain about. And if I (laughs) do, we could both be like, you know, uh, kind of high-fiving each other on this. Well, you know what? The next game that I'm actually planning on playing, I, I, I put that in just because I wanted my, uh, my gold points that I get from, uh, registering a game um oh the nintendo points or whatever yeah yeah i've actually bought games and then like delayed playing it so long that by the time i did stick it in i i, I wasn't eligible for the points anymore so how no, does that work I, did it take like my points timed start? really no i this is like maybe ds era you used to get i yeah. think when you bought a game you could register it with like nintendo something mm-hmm. and get get points and uh i I never ever bothered or thought about it, but I had bought a bunch of games. And then like years later, our other uh, colleague borrowed all of them, registered all the points and like bought a bunch <laughs> of stuff and gave them to me. He's like, here, I bought this for you. I'm like, uh, or with your points. But I got the, I got this actually pretty awesome uh, Nintendo uh, pen case and has like a little Mario stitched into it. Um, and I don't keep pens in it. I keep all my um, uh, DS and 3DS games in it or all the ones that I, uh, the most worthy titles that could be in one place. Right. Anyway, anyway. Uh, no, that's uh, that's my first uh, hearing of that story. But a- anyway, yeah, my, story, my yeah. plan, uh, yeah, my plan isn't actually to play that one next. I'm, I'm gonna that's gonna be the the next game that I play after I play uh, Castlevania: Lords of Shadow. Cool. On PS3. I wasn't that one also. Like, didn't everyone hate that game? Uh, I think I've only heard positive things about it. Lord of Shadow. I hope you enjoy it. I'm not just looking to hate on it. Everything. I just feel like that was another. I feel like that uh, era of Castlevania kind of got like everyone was kind of down on it. PlayStation according to, one, two, three. According to Google users, ninety-four percent of people liked the game. Cool. Um, I don't. I don't know where to see. I guess I should type in Metacritic or something. My uh, my PlayStation three broke. What are you playing it on? PS three. So you just have a PS three around. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, on a shelf directly below my PS5. Hmm. It has a 85% on Metacritic, so uh, it's pretty good. I've, I've played the first three levels, and uh, I feel like it, it definitely would have been great at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I wish I could rotate the camera freely, which it doesn't <laughs> seem to let you do, but otherwise yeah. it seems like it's a, a pretty solid game. On point. Cool, cool. My, uh, my kids have been begging me to play... Uh... Uh, Mario Odyssey, um, right. but I just haven't had time the last little, uh, uh, I don't know, month or so of my life. So um, that will probably happen soon concurrently with Snatcher. Nice. Yeah. Don't have any Metroids queued. Did you play through Metroid Prime? Like any of them? The first one. Like all of it? You played all of it? Yeah, I played all of the first one. I mean, I don't know if I got 100% of the stuff in it, but uh, yeah, I, I beat the game. Cool. What do you think? I hated it. <laughs> I, I didn't <laughs> there are games i hate i man i hate like i hate majora's mask i hate final fantasy 8 i talk about those two particular awful experiences often um but uh yeah. i don't know i there's i guess i went in with no expectation and i think at the time i was kind of like yeah i'm not really like a, you know everything's a shooter now everything's a first person shooter did, so did you play that on gamecube or on wii uh i played it on gamecube and then i also bought the ultimate collection right and i played that much more recently on wii and i couldn't even figure out how to like 
make it control even remotely reasonably. I think it was Wii U I was playing it on, actually. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Wii effectively. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I remember much more, uh, uh, I don't know, having a much more favorable impression of the GameCube controls, I guess. I feel like everything Wii era was like, like the motion controls were a novelty. So nothing was precise. It was all like, ooh, la, la, la. So like we kind of lost something for a while. Mm -hmm. for yeah. for me i i don't know i i enjoy first person shooters on pc i enjoy using the mouse and and aiming yep. at stuff and i feel like if i played metroid prime with a mouse and keyboard i would probably have a different opinion of it but i mm -hmm. do not enjoy first person shooters with a controller um yep. and i I remember going into the morph ball in that game and wishing that I could just have a third person camera for the game. Cause I, I liked the feel of being in the morph ball, mm -hmm. but I hated the feel of, uh, I don't know, the first person shooter where you've got like no peripheral vision and yeah. 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 I, I get I, I felt that totally. Yeah. I felt this like weird urge to like scan all the things to to unlock the story, but I didn't actually feel the urge to read any of it. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Uh, I I would skip the story happily, probably. I, I kind of don't remember. I mean, it was a long time ago. I, I found it novel in a few ways. Like, yes, it was a shooter. Everything's a shooter nowadays. But but they're doing these other things. You're scanning things, and that's kind of neat. Like that was how I felt about it. Um, and then yeah, you're right. I mean, it was a console game, so. At the time, it was always like it felt like a lot of you were you were starting to get first person shooter games on consoles a lot more, and everyone was trying to figure out how to do that with a controller, mm -hmm. and it would just never beat the mouse with precision and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but I don't remember hating it. That said, I, I didn't finish it. So. Like like Super Metroid was one of my favorite games on on the Super Nintendo, and I loved that. Um, like mm -hmm. I I loved the different upgrades that you could get like i love yeah. getting the the screw attack and and like being able to like be like the ultimate uh, weapon basically <laughs> just by jumping yeah. but i loved uh like the speed boost or the speed boots i loved yeah. um um the uh, uh the special abilities that you could get like the wall jumping and and i guess they teach you that with the speed boost being able to jump straight up mm -hmm. i love that the, there were like the secrets um um, oh, awesome I don't know game, how yeah. I don't know how familiar you are with the secret techniques like the crystal flash or the mock ball and stuff, but like the, <laughs> I'm not. Well, with like the so that game can be uh, sequence breaked pretty interestingly. Um, there, there's question whether it was intentional or, or whether it's a bug, but they there's something called the mock ball where if you time it right, as you turn into the uh, the morph ball while you're running and jumping you can inherit the speed that you had when you were running okay so there's like a a, a gate early on where there's like this platform that uh, the 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 ground collapses out from underneath you and then there's like a door that closes and it's like you have to run in order to stay on those platforms and you have to like there's just no way if you're standing up you can run uh before the door closes on you yeah, but okay. if you're in the morph ball when you're at run speed, you can go underneath it, and then you can get the super missiles before you fight the big plant creature and stuff, and then you can start exploring other places. And I don't know, gotcha. I loved I loved how open that game was, and how there was like the crystal flash is like a special thing where you can like heal 
by using power bombs and stuff. And they there was like a demo screen where they show Samus playing the game. If you just wait at the title screen and they like show you some of the stuff like the crystal flash. Cool. Um, See, these are all things that uh, I either don't know or have long since. I probably and, never knew because it doesn't sound familiar. I, I loved it. and But I just felt like that was that sort of stuff was missing from Metroid Prime. Like, mm. like I don't know. I, I feel like you do get the screw attack in that game. It's been so long. I don't remember. But I felt mm. like because you're in this first person mode, you can't like tell mm. where anyone is yeah. in the levels to, to actually make any use out of it. And I don't know. The, the whole exploration side of it just felt really like a letdown. Like it may have been an okay first person shooter, but it didn't feel like a Metroid game to me. Well, exactly. It's Metroid in name only, right? Like had they called it like, you know, whatever magic man goes to planet X like no one, they would have sold us. Right. So stamp Metroid on it and go, go, go. I mean, it was developed by an entirely different team than me ever touched any of the other Metroids. It's an entirely different type of game, both in genre and even in like pacing and feel and everything. Like it's literally Metroid in name only. So I guess to me, that's where like, it's just not, it's just a different game. Call it what you want, right? I just don't even. So I went in with, I went in not thinking like, oh, let's play this Metro game. It's mm-hmm. more like, what? Let's play this this game. Hey, there's yeah. that character Luha, right? Uh, there's 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 something about the way they redesigned her armor too that I didn't enjoy. Like I, I mean, Metroid One was a joke with the the concept art in there. Like that was not. <laughs> well, come on. I mean, there was no Metroid, and then Metroid was unleashed on the world. Yeah. It's it's easy yeah. to look back now and be like, ah, uh... yeah. <laughs> But but by Metroid too, like the the way they drew her like on the box and stuff, like mm-hmm. she had this really bulky armor and stuff that to me looked really awesome. And then they mm-hmm. they took it even further with Super Metroid. Like she's got these huge shoulders and she looks uh, somewhat human proportioned, but like bulky and and strong. And I I loved it. And for Super Metroid, they like really started. Ill- like they pinched the waist in really hard and like super elongated the legs and Metroid arms Prime, and stuff. You mean? Yeah, yeah. What did I say? You said Super Metroid. Oh yeah, yeah. No, for for Metroid Prime, they like really redesigned her and made the like the helmet is smaller and stuff. And yeah. I I've never really enjoyed the modern look to Samus. Yeah, I'm just looking now. Uh, you're totally right. I kind of hate it. I I don't know. <laughs> I I'll I'll play the old Miser again. I feel like like we lost something in the early age of 3d games. Cause up until then, like most uh, concept art and stuff was at least like illustrated and it would look so awesome. And nowadays we're getting back to that cool illustrations or like, you know, high quality 3d modeling. Yeah. But in the early, early 3d, 3d days, it was so awesome that everything was 3d that like, even like some of the, maybe not the concept art, but like all the art in the manual, for example, would be just like not in game 3d, but just like some sort of like Donkey Kong country computer generated 3d that just didn't look cool to me. So mm-hmm. that's, not related necessarily to the changes they made to the model, but the model to me just looks, I don't know, sterile or something. Yeah, Compared weird. to like, just look at the Super Metroid like cover art. I mean, it's not like the biggest deal in the world, but it just looks cool. Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of, I don't know, poses where you'll see her in the recent art and it's like, you, you compare it to the Super Metroid and Metroid 2 and it, she's always got her legs like braced uh, kind of far apart and like the arms are either like down next to the body or like raised up and stuff but the where they started to do it with the the metroid prime she starts walking with her legs more like on a catwalk like a model would walk or something yeah yeah and, i remember uh, that i remember that <laughs> <laughs> that's i don't know go figure 
it was it was a it was a change that I didn't really like. So I mean, I, when uh, when Zero Mission came out, I I I loved that because um, I don't know the 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 original Metroid was fun when I was a student and um, or sorry when I was like a, a Maybe. Not much older than a toddler, <laughs> <laughs> um, and and Metroid Two, like I, I was watching a video of that too, like it it was fun for its time, but I I feel like Zero Mission and uh, and Samus Returns are, are both like really excellent updates that stay true to the original vision of the character. Yeah, I always wonder actually what the original vision was like everyone makes a big deal of the fact it was like an early you know female protagonist and stuff and but it was like revealed as a surprise like it's such a big deal or something or we have to like hide it but like i remember when i was little i mean i never even registered that as anything like i just assumed it was some human inside i mean i'm a male so i just to me it's just like oh it's a guy in there and then you beat it and you get this like of course kind of like bikini girl and it was like oh that's like you know, I, was, I was never 80s. good enough to beat it that fast. I had a neighbor who was. I was not. <laughs> but he was so hardcore. about, And he had the guidebook and everything. So he showed me. Yeah. And I didn't even, even then, I didn't register like, oh, man, it was a woman in the suit the whole time. It was just like, oh, they gave us this like bikini girl to play with because we did really well. Yeah. Like, you know, it was so like, that's the whatever women as 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 uh, prizes trope or whatever that seemed popular yeah. in the 80s. But like, I don't know. I, I, I almost wonder, like, did the creators intentionally kind of do that to have it? be like this big surprise that it was a woman in, a, in there the whole time or was it kind of just like let's just give her give you this other character to play with i never really registered if that was even the case uh, but I definitely uh, by the second one it was very much like this is samus the woman in there right they i mean they were very clearly trying to trick the player like in the booklet itself it referred to samus as a he that doesn't uh, help <laughs> yeah yeah so so they were like intentionally trying to um do a big reveal at the end of the first game yeah, yeah, yeah. um I, I i can't uh i can't find any interviews and stuff but yeah i don't know the the, the music was always killer what like across the whole series yeah the very uh, first method I, I, I believe I, was done by um what's his name the guy who did the dr mario music Hip Tanaka. And I always loved his stuff. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did the music in the first Metroid. He totally yeah. did. I just saw it. Yeah. It's just yeah. so, if you listen to all his stuff, it just has something about it. And he definitely, like all that, you know, like just the feel of it is very cool and chill. Um, I did like, as things got, uh, like the newer uh, uh, Metroids with the different composers. Sorry, one sec, one sec. <laughs> Three hours later. Oddly enough, one of the things that uh, I identified with this game was uh, when you get the screw attack, there's a little S symbol. Mm-hmm. And they like threw that in the booklet in a few places. And I think it was like on the back of the box. For some reason, my name starting with an S. I love <laughs> I love that little icon. <laughs> well, I love that. Uh, <laughs> I, I have no such memory or attachment. I guess the game started with an M. Um, yeah. The name of the game. Uh I, this game being what the new one or the original one? Oh, the original. The original, yeah. That's Super Metroid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how do I follow that? <laughs> <laughs> I think the very first Metroid. I mean, it just had that. Like, I think a lot of games from the time have that feel to it. Like, it's kind of simple, but it, there's enough there that it's just really fun to explore. Like, it's one of those early Nintendo like super classics kind of. Um, and I liked. 
everything that just got better and better with the series, like everything you were just talking about with Super Metroid, with having like the different abilities and the way to kind of like sequence things different, like you can feel that, I guess, blossoming in the very first game. And it was just awesome to to have that when like most other games were more like Mario at the time. I mean, it felt like everything was a, a platformer, at least to me. And like, yeah. it was more like structured stages, right? Mario or or yeah. uh, Ninja Gaiden or whatever. Um, the first one, I mean, it's easy now to look across the entire series and be like, ah, oh, that's the first one. It's really old. It's kind of clunky in this way and that way. But like, I think if if it was 1980, whatever, and that was the only Metroid, it was an awesome game, right? So I, the series yeah. has always been pretty on point, I guess. At least those first three got it off to a great start. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I, I wasn't playing a whole lot of uh, Metroid by the time I was in college, but I was listening to a lot of uh, covers of Metroid music through <laughs> my really. college days. What's the what's the best Metroid song for you? Uh, I think it was Vert did a song called Crystal Flash. Vert. But I mean, Crystal based Flash. off what? Is that from Super Metroid? Yeah, it's... Uh, oh, man, I just found it right now. I'm going to have to listen to that later. It is a 22-minute <laughs> long Super Metroid metal medley. I see. <laughs> uh, which, which is, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sending you the link here. <laughs> sure. I will also you, listen gonna, to it later. You're going to want to spend 22 minutes, uh, a bare minimum, listening to it. There All was right. also, um, uh, there was also a guy, um, man, Stemage. Uh, what was his name? Grant. Stemage Grant. Grant Henry. His uh, his stage name was Stemage, and he has a website called metroid metal uh yeah metroidmetal.com and you go there and i think the first uh the first song that was uploaded was back in like 2003 or something um and he started uploading some pretty awesome uh, <laughs> metal covers of the different songs like if you if you listen to the ending from uh from metroid or or uh, the uh the tunnel from metroid 2 Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're fantastic. Uh, I guess I can check that out. I tend to enjoy such things. I, I would use the computer lab at school because I didn't have internet to explore that stuff and, and download it. And You're dating yourself again. Yeah. I kept that <laughs> stuff on my portable hard drive so that I could just open it up in uh, quick time and listen to it. <laughs> Sick. Winamp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was pre-YouTube. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't have the internet at home, so. Yep. Good times, good times. Um, I always like the, uh, I like most of the Metroid music. I like the intro. I like all the stuff from the first one by uh, Hip Tanaka. And I liked uh, the um, Super Metroid, or sorry, uh, Metroid 2, the, I don't know what specifically the tunnel is, but just yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the, the tunnel is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I saw they reused in the new game. I don't remember much from like Metroid Prime. I remember Metroid Prime had a lot of like, like there was no music. It was just kind of like ambient yeah. stuff. And I remember yeah. that. Yeah, I remember their kind of opening thing. That was okay, I guess. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't uh, sold on the the Metroid Prime music. Yeah. Um, Again, I think yeah. if you go in thinking, "Man, this is a new Metroid game. I can't wait to see what they're doing with Metroid," then I, uh, yeah. you're definitely priming yourself either for disappointment or like a, an entire reimagining of uh, of expectations. I think just yeah. going in and being like, "Here's this game, la la la." Uh, is a little better. I mean, they made three of them. It must have been popular. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and they're making a fourth one right now. There you go. Uh, so, uh, yeah, a lot of people liked them, but um, I don't know. It was it was the the Zoomers. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys. Yeah. 
I guess, I guess so so I mean technically we're millennials but we're like right on that cusp where um we're we're as much generation what is it x yeah uh, as we are millennials cuz we we grew up without internet at the beginning of yeah. our we um, remember so. when like Johnny Depp was young yeah Edward Scissorhands you know <laughs> that's the first movie that comes to mind when i think of him and there you go compared to everyone else right? everyone that's, else is like pirates yeah i was gonna say that dates you if that's the first yeah. movie that pops into your mind yeah if it's nightmare on elm street then you're especially you're you're probably uh well past older forward. than us yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i gotta run uh okay. i should play some new metroid i i i don't know i you know i, I can't I, think of an instance i picked up a 2d metroid and played through it and thought ah that sucked so i mean so so i mean that's the the problem is i know you've got um hands that uh get sore a little bit when oh, playing games and the 3ds and especially the, th- the 3ds one i feel like it's it's such a great metroid game like they added a bunch of abilities and stuff and they really spaced everything out uh and linked stuff up in a way that you're frequently using the abilities like mm-hmm. you're using the the morph ball or sorry the spider ball and stuff like as you're fighting the boss of the mm-hmm. game and cool but as a result like you're you're like you're like Crushing using all your shoulder thumbs. buttons all the time and yeah. kind of cramping up and, yeah um, yeah so i don't know i recommend that one but maybe you need to just go straight to dread because uh you're gonna have the joy cons and uh maybe it'll, maybe it'll feel better you're pushing me on the game you you hate or maybe are not are primed to hate. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you were to pick it up, like I said, it's it's going to be uh, a few weeks before I get to it. We could totally play that one at the same time. Yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll pick it up then. I I, I got mine. I I only had to pay uh, points on my credit card, and then I paid the taxes. Gotcha. I could probably do the same. I think I have a bucket of I don't know points somewhere on some something. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right, right. I do get a run. So, all right, cheers. Cool, cool. Take care.